Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. Okay, Steph, so this week we are talking McDonald's, we're talking takeaways, we're talking fast food. Talk to me, what are your views on McDonald's? Good question, Jambo, thank you. So we've I've been talking about this on my Instagram stories for a good couple of weeks now because I've been putting up screenshots of my lean beans who have been eating McDonald's. And it's mm-hmm. called a controversy, I have to say. And I knew it would, hence why I put it on my stories, clearly. But it's, I think this podcast is important because so many people think, oh, McDonald's is really unhealthy. You shouldn't be eating it. You're trying to lose weight. But there's a lot of points I think I want to make today on the fact that, yes, McDonald's isn't the most nutritious, the most calorie good bang for your buck meal that you could ever have in your life. But should you choose it sometimes rather than having a salad? I think, yeah, you should. Absolutely. I Actually, it's funny you say that. Like when I saw your Instagram stories with it all you know, on there, it, it made me realize it took me so long to shake the tag of like takeaways being okay to have. Because like, it's drummed into you from an early age that these things are terrible for you, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously like we all try to, as we get older, maybe be a bit more aware of what we're putting into our mouths. So it's something that it took me ages to drop the stigma with it. Yeah, and I think, like you say, it gets a bad reputation, but today is all about making it okay and making it okay to eat out and socialise with your friends and have fun, but doing it within the grand scheme of your goal is still to lose weight, your goal is still to improve your health. So, like I said, having it every day, probably not going to be the most beneficial. Yeah, I guess uh, something you said there as well, Steph, like before, is there's the... um the correlation between like I guess like weight loss and health so you like when you said there, like oh if you're supposed to be losing weight it's not healthy to have a McDonald's so it's really interesting that obviously there's two sides to take away there's obviously you know the health side of it and then the weight loss side of it so first things first Steph talk to me about how you fit into your diet do you have McDonald's how do you work about it with your lean beans talk to me So I personally like to live my life by the 80-20 rule, hence why I also tell my lean beans to eat like the 80-20 rule. So what the 80-20 rule is, 80% of the time, eat the whole nutrient-dense, nutritious foods that are going to fill you up, that are going to make you feel like you've got more energy levels, etc, etc. And then 20% of the time, eat the things that are not necessarily nutrient-dense, whether that is McDonald's, whether that's takeaway, whether that's a bar of chocolate whatever that is, because fundamentally we're on this planet to be happy, to feel alive, to feel like we enjoy life on a day-to-day basis. So if I'm telling you to eat salads for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, would you be happy with that, Jambo? Oh, God, no. Exactly. So it's, it's getting out of the mindset of having to eat salads because they're healthy, but the reality is you could eat a million lettuce leaves. If you're not in a calorie deficit, but you're just eating lettuce. Yes, you might be getting lots of nutrients, but you're not going to lose weight because you're still not in a calorie deficit. It's interesting. I guess like um, the 80-20 rule, like a lot of people feel that potentially it's all or nothing. I'm kind of that person or I have been in the past where it's all or nothing. So I have to commit to it 100% and that means ruling out all junk food. What would you say to someone who is like a bit apprehensive about the 80-20 rule and eating McDonald's just in case they go off the bandwagon and end up eating 60 chicken nuggets? 
do you know what I do is most of my lean beans, I'll say, go ahead, go and have the McDonald's, live your life. And I'd say probably 89.6% of them come back to me and they say, Steph, I was actually quite hungry after I had the McDonald's. Yes, at that moment, it was nice. I enjoyed it. But was it worth the calories? Generally not. But it's making these decisions yourself and going through the, oh, I just had 500 calories of chocolate. Yes, it might have been worth it at the time, but I kind of don't feel like I did. Yeah, I think there's there's two things here is that I guess in the short term, if you didn't eat any McDonald's, then maybe you would lose more weight if you're in a calorie deficit and junk food is generally higher in calories. But I think like the long term is you're ne- never going to learn anything from it. And like that's when diets become a bit restrictive and people like maybe get into it for six months and then go off the wagon. Whereas I think like learning to have those those foods incorporated in your diet, then all of a sudden it's not like you're completely changing your lifestyle. You learn to understand a bit better and you actually learn moving forward. So it might be, you know, you get to your goal weight, but thereafter you learn the good habits. Yeah, like a lot of my lean beans before they sign up, they're like, okay, so I'm doing my food shopping like before the course starts. Is there anything that I need to buy? Is there anything I need to do? And every time I'm like, no, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you to eat salmon, broccoli, rice, etc. We're just tweaking your diet from what you currently do, making small changes so that it fits within your goals and you lose weight. It's not I don't know if you like salmon, if you like chicken, if you are a vegetarian, well, I will know if you're a vegetarian, um, not because you preach it all the time, but because it's things I need to know. But you know what you like to eat on a day-to-day basis. You know what you don't like to eat. So it's about working around that so that, again, this is what makes it more of a lifestyle change is that you're not looking forward to six months time where you can enjoy your first mcdonald's or you can enjoy your first takeaway you need to still be eating the things that you enjoy because that's what's going to make it literally a lifestyle change yeah and I, and this is another thing and I, i'm not a fan of instagram for like people that um but it's in our lives a lot for example uh but you see people like fitness professionals and they've got their abs and everything and you see them eating a donut or mcdonald's and people think oh it's because they train so much that they can eat that all the time they don't eat all the time so what they'll do is they've learned to build that relationship with the mcdonald's the donuts the kfc the pizza hut whatever and they you know they'll have their diet as normal and then they can still appreciate and enjoy that and go back to what they were doing before yeah but that's the thing that most people don't post about actually the salads that they're eating the nutrient dense food they are eating most of the time to ensure that they stay nice and full therefore manage to stick within their calorie deficit or whatever the calorie targets are so it's um yeah i mean that's it doesn't help with the distorted image of the fitness and the weight loss industry does it no i guess it's just the the behaviors that people have generally learned like they do eat well all the time so they're not the people that restrict themselves completely they've just learned to appreciate how to be in a calorie deficit and how to control their calories and that's why that they can enjoy the donut and they don't go off on a binge and eat a thousand because they've had to learn to understand it and not just cut out of their life yeah and another good point to piggyback on the end of that is these people that are eating the donuts eating the mcdonald's and stuff generally have already been doing 
this calorie deficit, this nutrition thing for a while. So they know that they need to get their protein intake up on that day that they're going to eat McDonald's. They know they're going to be hungry afterwards, but they still manage to stay in their deficit because they've been through these experiences before. They know what works for them. And therefore it's not just, oh, I'm someone that has never done this whole weight loss nutrition thing before. I'm then going to go and eat McDonald's, but I haven't actually planned anything around that. So yeah, you know. Beth, I've got a question for you. Okay, so have you ever gone through a period in your life, uh, and I'm not talking about when you were in America because we know about those tragic t tales um, and we've seen the pictures, but more maybe more recently where, you know, you've a couple of takeaways have crept into your diet a bit more, you know, before you know it, you're having more than you usually would have. You know, you've gone up in weight a little bit. How do you control it and how do you rein it back in after and and obviously a lot of people sometimes will go off the wagon and they, they really go off the cliff. You know, how would you tell those people? What would you say to those people? I think that's a great question. So I truly believe as a human, we go through weight cycles and this includes myself. That's why I love this question because people think, Oh, she's a nutritionist. She should be eating salads, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and should always stay at the same weight. But I'm a human too, right? So take this lockdown as an example. I put on a bit of weight just like most other people did. Yeah, right. And, but the difference between what I do is where one, I know how to take, how to get it off. And two, it's knowing that, right, I have gone, got to this stage where my clothes are feeling tighter. I know that I feel like this and it's not that I suddenly make all these changes and I suddenly lose all the weight it's I've been through the process so many times that I know I've put on a little bit of weight my clothes are feeling tighter I know where I need to rein back and I can look back at the last however many weeks it's been since I've been putting on this weight and I can be like right I've been eating crisps and dip in the afternoon I've been drinking more alcohol than I usually do or my exercise levels have dropped or whatever it is I then have the ability to analyze what I've done, what I am doing and what I need to change. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So I think it's an important highlight point that nobody stays at the same weight no. all year round. I mean, I've just gone through the same thing where obviously lockdown, your activity levels are a bit lower, you know, things start to creep into your diet a bit more. All of a sudden you're getting a takeaway every weekend and you're having a few beers every weekend as well. And so what I done was I looked at, like you said, like, what am I eating more of now? Mine was takeaways at the weekend. I was drinking a lot and my activity levels were down. So as soon as I then sort of realized those things, stopped doing those things, got a bit more active and then slowly just changed my nutrition. So it was, a, I was making better choices. It wasn't drastic. All of a sudden it doesn't really feel like I've changed anything, but all of a sudden, like it's just shifted the momentum yeah and when i say you shouldn't feel like you're on a diet you shouldn't have to feel like you're on a diet mm -mm. diet culture is eating salads for breakfast lunch and dinner not feeling like you're on a diet is still being mm -hmm. able to eat the foods that you enjoy go into mcdonald's if you want to go to mcdonald's but plan it in and rather than just like we're saying in lockdown you kind of just lose the you, you loosen the reins don't you you loosen the reins oh, and, but even this happens like in normal life, like in summer, for example, you have more days out, you have more events going on because it's nicer weather, drink more alcohol, whatever it is, and you put on a little bit of weight, but that's fine because as long as you know how to analyze and get it back off, that's the cycle of life.
Absolutely. And then on the other hand of that, in the summer, some people might find themselves being way more active and all of a sudden they lose a lot of weight in the summer. I've for sure, my natural weight just completely drops in the summer because I'm so active, I'm out doing stuff. So again, it just it shows that like everyone's slightly different and everyone goes through these changes. And like you said, everyone's got their, their weight that sort of drops up and down. Like nobody's like impervious to staying flatline the whole time. doesn't matter how fit you are. Yeah, um, I feel like we've completely digressed off. No, <laughs> no. Uh... Okay, I'll bring it back onto McDonald's for you. So, Steph, what is your order from McDonald's? I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you going to answer that? No, no, no. Yeah, I can. I'll answer that question. So, oh, no, I've got, I've got a better one. Go on. Okay, Steph. So, what is your go-to takeaway? My go-to takeaway, that, I don't even have to think about that. Fish and chips. With is curry, it? Yeah, with curry sauce. How many calories in a portion of fish and chips? So obviously it depends on how many your fish and chip guy likes to give you or lady. But I always account for around 800 to 1,000 calories, which for, um, for a takeaway is not bad. That's really good. I know. That's it not is. what I was expecting. Yeah. So I'm always I don't I'm not just to go to fish and chips for the calories I do actually love it too but it is what I definitely recommend to the people out there because you just get so much bang for your buck. Yeah, wow. And I stay full after it. Yeah, no, I I thought you were going to say like fifteen hundred calories. I feel, feel yeah enlightened. Obviously, yeah, obviously it can be depending on where you go. Like if you have a massive yep. fish with loads of batter and stuff, but generally you're all you're all good. Hmm. Yeah, what's okay. your go-to takeaway, John? Pizza. Oh. A shadow of a doubt, and I know it's bad as well. You go Domino's? Uh, yeah, I prefer Pizza Hut, but yeah, Domino's because it's the only one that delivers to my house. So. He lives out in the sticks. So that's actually another good highlight point is that we've got fish and chips that let's say is 1,000 calories. When you look at a Domino's, if you've mm. never looked at the calories in a Domino's, you are going to be shocked. I think it's like 250 calories per slice or something. Yeah. yeah. It's outrageous. But on that as well, and it's a good way to, I guess, substitute takeaways and still be the same. You can get those takeaway frozen pizzas from Tesco that are a quarter of the price, a fraction of the price, and the calories as well. So you can actually, and a lot of them like the fresh takeaway pizzas. Um, so they are just as good, but you can kind of control and you know how many calories you're getting. So... Yeah, and I think that's a good point to also take away is that whilst you're on a journey of weight loss, you have to make some extra decisions on where you're going, where your calories are coming from. So having a pizza, if that's your vice, then absolutely have the pizza. But if you would be happy, like Jambo said, getting a pizza from the shop and still having the same social event around that pizza and that takeaway then absolutely go for it because you're going to save what thousands of calories than rather than having a Domino's. Yeah, absolutely. So Steph, what would you say to 99.9% of the population? If they're looking off their calories, if they're thinking about getting a takeaway, would you say go full hog and get what you want? Or would you say make a more um, conscious decision on what takeaway you're getting? Or would you just sort of say plan it? I would say plan it. So everyone's going to have a different opinion on what their favorite takeaway is, of course. So planning it in terms, let's talk about McDonald's again, for example, like 
before you're on a weight loss journey, you might get, I don't know, a 20 piece chicken nuggets. You might get large fries. You might get a Coke and I don't know, a McFlurry afterwards. But if you're on your, is that quite a lot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an insight into your takeaway orders. No, I don't have that actually. Mine's generally smaller than that. But anyway, um, so if you are currently on a weight loss journey, still go to McDonald's, but why not have the six piece? You can still have the large fries, but maybe don't have the McFlurry and just kind of decrease the calories, but still. Yeah. Because the other thing that I like to teach my lean beans is that when you're like going out for a meal or you're at a social occasion, barbecue, whatever, you're going there for the company that you're keeping. Like you're going there to surround yourself by people you love because you like being around them, enjoying their company. You're not going there. <laughs> Speak for yourself here, Steph. Remember <laughs> was a barbecue with me the other day. He's clearly saying, nope, I was there for the <laughs> Just for the food. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not going to the event and focusing on the food because you're mm. not there for the food. You're there for the company. So make sure that you're also keeping that in mind when you're going to McDonald's and ordering your food. Yes, you're going for the experience, but it doesn't mean you need to go and eat all your whole daily calorie intake just yeah. in the meal. And a, and a good thing on that actually is to say that a lot of the times when we eat at social events or, you know, we all get together, we mindlessly eat a little bit, whether it's a barbecue, whether you're having pizza and cocktails, whatever, or, you know whatever you should be doing sometimes you mindless eat so you don't actually appreciate the food as well so just be aware of what the situation is and if you are inclined to mindless eat yeah and that's like you were talking about this on the christmas podcast like you just sit there and eat the chocolates because they're there in front of you like everyone does that like at barbecues at the moment like this post lockdown there's crisps and dip on the table so you just eat them while you're talking do you you need saw to? me on the other day, Steph. <laughs> That's my problem. Yeah, and it is. And it's literally just not consciously thinking about it. And it's not me sitting here saying, never do that. Never eat the crisp and dip. It's just consciously thinking about what you're eating, what the calories are. Because fundamentally, you're looking to lose weight. You need to be in a calorie deficit. If you're not in a calorie deficit, you're going to be upset at the end of the week. And then you're going to be like, why have I not lost weight? And it's this times you've gone to this barbecue you've eaten an extra 5000 calories that you weren't planning to eat but you didn't need to eat them it's not like your body was starving and no. you feel like you needed these calories to keep breathing it's more of a case of oh yeah whoops whoopsies yeah and i guess like things like mcdonald's as well if you're if you're going to go to mcdonald's like for example like i'm not a massive fan of their fries i know that's really controversial <gasps> but i know everyone's like but i just like i could take or leave like takeaway chips but then i'll like sometimes i'll order a large fries and i'll smash them but i haven't really enjoyed them like do you know what I mean like i've eaten them for the sake of eating them so sometimes you can still do mcdonald's and say you love a burger or something get yourself a burger but then if you have it at home have something with the burger instead of the fries. I don't mindlessly just eat the fries. hundred oh, percent. Like the last time I went to McDonald's, I literally was like, this is the most average meal I've had in so long. So mm -hmm. literally I haven't been back to McDonald's since because there's so, there's such a big hype around McDonald's and takeaways and stuff. And don't get me wrong. Obviously some takeaways, a lot of takeaways are delicious, but 
the personal experience I've had with McDonald's the last two times I've been sober, I'm like, nah. When sober? I, yeah, when I've been drinking, obviously it tastes like God. Yeah, heaven. On earth. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah. And it's, again, you've got to go through those experiences. Like I felt like I needed the McDonald's because everyone was eating McDonald's like post lockdown and it was like a massive thing. So I get McDonald's, but I'm like, that was not worth the calories to me. I'd have literally rather have eaten a whole Easter egg, not at Easter. Yeah, no, again, it's something that we talked about before where you kind of, um, you don't do it on your terms. You almost do it because of like uh, society pressures or like sometimes you don't even want X, Y, and Z, but because that's the norm, you kind of do it where like, like we were discussing before we jumped on here. If I was going to choose a takeaway, it wouldn't be McDonald's. I just, it's okay. I find it average, like, Sometimes I'll enjoy it once every couple of years, but very rarely that I go, oh, I want to take away McDonald's. So I just, you know, I'd rather pick something better to have my calories. If I'm going to put like 1200 calories away, I'd rather have some like, I don't know, some. Jumbo KFC. <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, yeah. But like, I don't know, like, it's just thinking about being like, mindlessly eating because sometimes afterwards you have mcdonald's and and you've said you kind of like afterwards sat there a bit like was it worth it 100 percent. but you know we've as we said a million times you've got to go through these things to know but ultimately if you if you're someone sitting there like i love mcdonald's it's my favorite takeaway go for it yeah smash it right steph so big old roundup for mcdonald's give it to us (laughs) so mcdonald's not very nutrient dense but that doesn't mean you can't eat it if you're someone that's out there looking to lose weight you love a mcdonald's every now and then go and have it like we've talked about it's then thinking about what your order is going to be making sure that you're then planning ahead eating lots of protein before you go uh, earlier in the day drinking lots of water planning knowing that you might be hungry afterwards. How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to ensure that you stay within your calorie deficit, but still enjoy the experience of the McDonald's that you so very much want? And then we're good to go. So just there's no such thing as a bad meal. There's just a bad overall diet. Absolutely, Steph. It's, that's textbook. Yeah, I guess the same. It's the same thing as, but, you know, if you want pizza, that's my advice. You know, <laughs> there are ways you can go about it. Like, you know, I was getting takeaway pizza, the sides. And before I knew it, I was eating 2000, 3000 calories in one meal, went and bought takeaway pizzas instead. And all of a sudden I was cutting that down to 1500 calories per the meal. So again, you know, it's just about making those sensible decisions. <laughs> oh, I wish you could see Jumbo's face there. <laughs> right. Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. And you can find my website, which is all in the show notes, all the links to all these places, um, is www.foodislifenutrition.com. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me strictly on Instagram. It's at jambo.the.great. Also, we have at jambo.the.recipes, which I promise I will update soon. Thank you for listening, guys. Go and enjoy your McDonald's. Yeah, go eat your McDonald's. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.